We have officially moved the studio, or sorry, we've moved the podcast to the studio. Um, so since we're not teaching classes here, we decided that we would use it for the podcast. So um, the first shot you just guys got, a, got to see is we just got some new windows put in, and it looks awesome in here. So behind me, we have Helen. Um, so nice little background story about Helen is she is actually the mother of the owner. So Walter Ports owns Studio Blue here at 8th and Railroad in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And this is just a portrait of his mother. And we just think she's beautiful. So she sticks around. So uh, her name is Helen. So check out uh, the Facebook page, um, Helen's Plan, to learn a little bit more about what the, her story is. So anyways... Thanks for tuning in, episode three. Today I'm gonna to talk about why I'm called Element Yoga as a yoga studio. Um, I think a lot of people think more chakras or being in tune with your body, and actually it's the combination of hip hop and yoga cultures. So there are four elements to hip hop, or the four main elements of hip hop. You have graffiti, DJing, MCing and b-boying with a couple little subpars of um, streetwear and beatboxing. So just a couple shout outs there. But um, yeah, so the four main elements of hip hop and there are eight limbs of yoga. And so I want to kind of share with you those and how I kind of interpret it. So there's a really awesome, many, many yoga books out there. This one I really love, um, Everybody Yoga by Jasmine Stanley. I've mentioned this in my first episode. This book is just so awesome. It's just, it's so comprehensible. It makes absolute sense. It's not confusing. Um, she doesn't use fancy wording. It's just very modern, and I really appreciate that about this book. Um, so with the eight limbs of yoga, I'm just going to read them off to you here quick. Um, so there are eight, and there's yamas, which are restraints. There are niyamas, which is discipline, which in each of those, there are five subpars. I'm not going to get too far into that, but third is asana, or the poses of yoga, pranayama, breath work. You have pratyahara, which is detachment from the external, dranda, which is concentration, drayanda, meditation, and samaditi, uh, total absorption or pure bliss. Um, so my Sanskrit is not on par, and Sanskrit is the language that is used um, when talking yoga. So just a little, little uh, education there for anyone that doesn't know yoga. Um, so anyways, just a couple notes that I've written here um, a while back. Just had to kind of reconnect with my purpose and meaning with element and what it means to me. And so with the eight limbs and with the four elements, what I'm learning or what my brain is making the connections to and how this is possible um, with, number one I wanna start with is um, emceeing and finding your voice. Um, it's so important to to speak your voice um, so that others know that they can as well. It's sometimes, you know, we just need permission from other people. Even though we don't need it, sometimes we just need it. Also, if you hear a train, we live, <laughs> we're live, 
We live right next to the railroad tracks, which I absolutely secretly love. I grew up near railroad tracks um, as a child, so I actually find this quite peaceful, so I'm sorry if you hate it. Um, anyways, so to emceeing, um, what really brought hip hop together was in 1976, uh, the Sugar Hill Gang started a song called Rapper's Delight. Some may know it, some may not. Uh, YouTube it if you don't. But it really started off um, the, the music of rap and hip hop because it was the first time that people were able to create a song without having to sing to it, but being able to speak over it. Um, so that was really revolutionary for what hip hop is today. Um, so with emceeing, I connect that to um, sorry, <laughs> I connect that to the the pranayama, the breath work, the control. Um, you know, when you're when you're rapping, when you're talking, you're just trying to find that breath, that, and then continuing to speak. Um, I just finding that voice inside of yourself, opening up that th that throat chakra. Um, so important to, to just be, to not only know your truth, but to speak your truth. Um, moving on to DJing, which is a big part, the beat, the heart of music, um, what keeps hip hop alive. And I like to connect that to the meditative absorption or the concentration, sorry, the, the dranda. It's just being able to completely absorb yourself into something that isn't physical. You literally have to just close down your eyes and trust your gut and know that what you're putting out is, is pure energy. You know, how you, how you control a room. You know, I've learned working in hospitality how to read a room and having to know what music is appropriate and what music isn't. And, and it's just, it's amazing how just anything can just change the atmosphere, you know, from one song to another. Um, so going back to the, the last two elements, we have b-boying, um, obviously associating that with asana, with the yoga practice. You know, b-boying takes a lot of skill and hard work and being able to do spins and hold yourself and flip. And, you know, in yoga, we try to do that discipline through holding our poses and breathing through it and making that connection um, just like a b-boy would um, which is you know only one of the important parts of yoga you know there are eight important parts of it the asana is just one of them you know um, the eight limbs is just an example it's a guide to a happy fulfillment of life um, so and then the last but not least graffiti which I'm going to associate that to is the uh, danya. I'm really bad at Sanskrit, so please judge me <laughs> if you want to. But um, meditative absorption to, to be able to take all of your aggression, your emotion, your, you literally have to be so present because there, there are no mistakes with graffiti. You know, it's, it's so public and out there and whether it's vandalism or art, whatever you see it as, it's, it takes so much work from someone to be so present in that moment to be able to create, to create something that's, that's physical. Um, so that's how I connect yoga to hip hop. That's how I stuck out with elements. I, did, I didn't want to 
stick with elements, but just element. I wanted to also make the connection that with hip-hop yoga, that you are able to find your element, your true self, um, because that's what this life is about. It, it's about finding your truest self um, outside of your body, outside of your title, who you are as a, as a soul, you know, what, what do you want to be remembered as? And again, mine is love. Like I want to be remembered as, as loving or, you know, someone who gave love or, you know, it's just, it's such an important thing to have empathy and compassion. And, and that's something that we need to be having, um, right now during this pandemic, because, Unfortunately, you know, we're, some of us are right around that 30-day mark. Some of us are past it. Some of us are just around getting there. It's, it's crazy to think that, you know, in 20 years' time we'll be talking about this. Um, you know, because I, I lived through 9-11 and H1N1 and, and the swine flu and all that, and, and it didn't affect me as much as this is. It's, it's just mind-blowing. Um, but I've been, I've been taking my time with reading, and that's honestly been such an encouragement to, to build knowledge. Um, I've been reading a lot about this, the Tao of Wu. I've been talking about this a few couple times. Um, I really enjoy this book. It talks about um, how Reza is, um, believes in the Islamic book, and, but he shares the seven pillars of, of what he believes are you know, the, the guidelines or the, not the guidelines, but like the pathway of, of life and, and happiness, which is the same with yoga, the eight limbs. It's just everyone has a different number. Um, so the seven pillars that he talks about in this book, um, the seven pillars are the call, knowledge, chambers, darkness slash light, entering the abbot, disillusion, gods and heroes, which leads to the conclusion of love and happiness, which is the same as Samadidi, Samasidi, I can't even say it, um, which is, you know, the, the, the ideal bliss, the eternal, you know, the enlightenment, the, the pathway that each yoga person searches for, you know. Um, so it's just, it's just amazing to me that such two different things can, can be one, it can be okay to make the connection that I'm staying true to myself by, by being honest and open that I play hip-hop music and that I don't censor my music and that I want to stay true to the lyrics. And that, you know, if, if, you're, if you're not enjoying the music, I'm sorry, but I'm not either at the same time, you know. Um, there are, there are a lot of yoga studios that are very successful and are very good and have awesome teachers. I just want to stay true to who I am and what I enjoy. Um, and that was the whole purpose of this, this journey of becoming a yoga instructor and, and taking on being a studio. And now in this crisis of having to somehow stay alive, <laughs> out in the public to know that I will still be here when we can be together, that hip-hop yoga is not dead, um, that hip-hop lives on. So anyways, um, just keeping it short today, but I want to close off and share with you um, on this last page. So I was reading this last night. 
I'm going through a couple um, podcasts and things like this, so I haven't been getting too far, but every time I pick up this book, it is just perfect with timing. Um, so as we're talking about the seven pillars, the first one is the call, the, the wake-up call pretty much of when you know what you're meant to do or how to start the pathway that you are meant to be on. Um, and there's a subsection here that talks about island, and I just I found this incredibly great timing, and it says, I've spent my formative years on an island, Staten Island, which is a blessing I've taken with me throughout life. Many cultures consider an island to be an ideal home. First, because you're surrounded by water, which is life. Second, because you are isolated from the masses, which allows you to find yourself, to devote inner strengths you couldn't find anywhere else. An island shows you your true nature of life itself. And, uh, and then he ends up closing it off with this really, this really beautiful just couple sentences. And it says, I advise everyone to find an island in this life, a place where this culture can't take energy from you, sap your will or originality. Since anything is physical, can be mental, that island can be your home. Turn off the electromagnetic waves being forced upon you, the countless invisible forces coming at you all the time. Find an island, turn inward, discover your true strength. And I know that a lot of you are stuck at home right now or are in self-isolation self -isol self and know that I'm with you. That I am doing my best, that I hope that you're doing your best, and that if you ever need anyone to talk to during this time, that please feel free to reach out. I love talking on the phone. Um, I love, <laughs> it reminds me of when I was a kid and having a phone in my room and calling my friends after school. And so, you know, I miss you guys. I truly do. So please feel free to reach out to me. Hop on the website. Scroll all the way down. Give me a call. Check in. I'm here for you. And know that, you know, your island can be your home. Don't make it a prison. So as always, stay true to you. Stay clean. And I love you.